So I was asking like Muzzy if there was anything like exciting that happened in Rukia. And he said, nah, not so much. He took the bus to Yalavari and he didn't even get a single shag in the toilet. And that was very <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> Serious problems. Right, Jimmy. What's your scariest problem? Oh, mate, I've got a very scariest problem. I'm no longer the MVP of the house. I'm no longer the most valued player of the house. I got got beaten. You got a fucking fourth place the other day. So now I'm no longer. I can no longer claim to be uh, to be the best of uh, our house when I had. Uh, my sixth place ahead of Kachi and you and Alvar. Now I have to... Yeah, you see, yeah. you just like... It was so well balanced, the relationship between us, and you just like fucking cheer up by coming and being good at ski. Like, you were supposed to be shit at skiing, and then it was like good, good relationship <laughs> with us. Now it's just like everything's so messed up in my brain, and I, I don't know how I should treat you. Now I have to actually consider... Um, consider what you say about training to be like constructive because you're quite good so yeah that so that's that i had to i had to say my piece you know uh, before we started so uh, yeah yeah what about you what's uh, what's your scariest problem uh my scariest problem is also that you're not the mvp of the house anymore <laughs> Um, but I don't see it as a problem i actually see it as an yeah, advantage i'd say yeah um because like in my eyes you were quite shaped before already but now the rest of the world knows it as well <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it kind of makes me happy. Yeah. Um, but what also makes me happy is that we're not alone today, Jimmy. Yeah, we've got guests. Yep, we've got a guest in uh, Yelivare, uh, where he came straight here from Ruka. You're in Lillehammer. So I might as well introduce our guest today. Um, we're sitting here with Sophia Laukli, your semi-ish teammate. Um, on Team yeah. Akadali, but you're here with uh, US Ski Team now? Yeah, now I'm a d dual team athlete because I, yeah, I would consider Jimmy an athlete, or I mean, not an athlete, Jesus, um, <laughs> a teammate. <laughs> I think Nika. But I don't know if I would consider right. you an athlete. I was just so invested in your banter before because I guess you are the shittest person on them all. I was going to ask if you think you can, if you can ever get a fourth place. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing. I need to, now I need to get my shit sorted. Before I was like, oh, if I'm like, if I make the final, then it's okay. Now I need to be like, okay, I need at least a fourth place to put everything back in balance. But you actually already- but You also need a third place. Yeah, because you have a- You actually need a third place. Yeah, to beat Mika, but also to yeah. beat you, because you have a you have a, a third place. In... Oh, then you need you need a second then. Yeah, but each- So you have uh, to win, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll just go <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit shit. We're not the best skiers on, on the pod today. I mean, Sophia's got a fucking World Cup podium. Yeah, and then I also have some reverse po Oh, I actually have a last place, too. That's a pretty fun fact. Do you have a last place, Jimmy? I have a, yeah. Um, oh. Actually, not. I was checking, uh, last time I went to Ruka was the first time I did a World Cup, and I was 118th, I think. Uh, and out of 120, and, and do you know who was 120? Kiang Wang. <laughs> that's actually, Oh, yeah. no way. So, um, <laughs> so that's actually quite funny. But I was uh, back in the but day. He's really good now, so. Yeah, but he's not so. Oh, he wasn't so good in Ruka. Okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah. he's a little bit of an inconsistent. Uh, yeah. Guy. So talking about Wang, is he actually going to ski any more races, or because was it you that told me that he's going back to China after Ruka? Yeah, rumor is he's got. I think he definitely has some visa issues. He's got a visa until December, the end of December, and then um, he has okay. to either manage to get a proper visa in uh, Schengen or <laughs> he has to go back to, to China. And I think the plan right now is for him to go back to China and it's nuts because like the dude's been racing. He's not been racing last year because he couldn't be here for some reason. I think it was the Chinese problem. And now it's a visa problem. So he's just training so much and it's not even racing. It's always China that makes problems, isn't it? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping the first bomb there. Yeah, but talking... It's always China. Talking of... <laughs> mate. <laughs> talking of, <laughs> talking of Ruka, um, yeah, what's, uh, what's it been like uh, there? I mean, I, I watch all the races on TV, but I guess it's different to, to experience it like you guys did. Yeah, it's a bit chilly, I'd say. Yeah. Especially on Sunday. Sunday was 
ass. I think it was actually maybe warmer than... Okay, Sunday wasn't. But Saturday was, like, I would say pretty tropical for Ruka. Yeah, Saturday was actually quite nice. It was, like, minus four-ish, five-ish, and quite good conditions to ski in as well. Um, I mean, you had a good... I I didn't have fun, but... I didn't have fun either on Saturday, don't worry. I didn't suck ass, but... Yeah, yeah. I didn't suck ass, but, like, I wasn't far off. Okay, we have different standards. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, talking of which, so we've got, um, yeah... Like Clabo didn't win the sprint. That's uh, he has not win the sprint in Clabo in um, Ruka m- multiple <laughs> times before. Uh, I think two times before already. So it's uh, yeah, and he's going back to. Yeah, he's he go- probably won't ever come back. Yeah, that's that would be fun actually. <laughs> and he's actually not um, not going to race in. Uh... Wait. Uh, okay, we need to stop for a quick second. We're actually recording a podcast at the moment. Is it possible that... Perfect. Sorry. Thank you very much. Thank you. Whoops. Yeah, we where... On the door. The German team just dropped okay. in real quick. Yeah. And we're like in a... I can hear them actually, so... Yeah, we're in a room that they told us was going to be quiet, but isn't so quiet yeah. after all. So we're sorry for that, but... Definitely keep that in. Right. Yeah. Yeah, let's hop in back on uh, on on Ruka. I mean, okay. I can start Clavo again. Didn't I didn't win. Yeah, yeah. didn't win. That's like I don't know, kind of. Yeah, and he like didn't win because he wasn't the best, which is like. Yeah, especially it was quite shit on the other races actually yeah. for for like Clavo standards. So like, oof, toughy. Yeah. So what is he gonna do now? He's not even gonna race in Yellow. No, that's crazy actually. So the dude's going back to he's coming back to Norway and he's gonna race in Golo, and that I don't understand because like. Okay, what? yeah, uh, if he's coming back to train, then why is he racing and why is he doing some lower level race when he's Johannes Oswald Clabo? Like, if it was one of us, then you could understand, okay, yeah, you're not performing well in uh, World Cup, then you go down to the lower level and, like, perform good. But, like, what is he doing? Is he trying to gain confidence or it's so weird? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his, his plan is. I reckon his plan was to be super good in Ruka. Yeah. And then he kind of fucked and that up. No plan B. I would assume it is. He just needs to win a race, and that's just all he needs. Yeah, but like in order to win a race, it's like kind of good to go to a race. But you know, it'd be super awkward is if he doesn't win in Gola. <laughs> <laughs> like if he doesn't win in, <laughs> if he doesn't win in Gola, uh, he'll not be World Cup leader after the first period. Like I think that's pretty I much bet the done already. Over then, basically. Yeah, but it's, it's like wild, <laughs> but... No, like, it might actually like, be. If he loses his fixed spot on the World Cup with all the trouble he's had oh going on for him with the Federation... He's going to become an NPC. He's going to become May. the next NPC. <laughs> Yoha- you, you've heard it here first. Sophia Laukli revealed it. Johannes Hosfler-Klavo is the next NPC. Yeah. yeah I definitely can say that you know myself. what? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about NPCs because I was so wrong last time. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, shout you I, I don't think you've been wronger. <laughs> yeah, but maybe maybe I'm just a lucky. I think you were quite on, on point. I'm just a lucky yeah, charm. You were quite on point there. That was perfect. I'm a lucky charm. Whatever I say is gonna it's or lucky charm or a jinxer. I don't know. Everything I say, the opposite is gonna happen. So if I say, "Oh, Mika, you're gonna be so good this weekend," then you're gonna be really shit. Great. <laughs> Yeah, and then we're gonna go back. I don't listen to you, so your curse doesn't affect me. Okay, okay, okay. Boom. Marcus Gratte was also mate. I've got a, I've got a fourth place in World Cup. I've got the best place in the you house, so you gotta respect that. Did yeah, you yeah. get a wooden medal? No, I didn't. Oh. Yeah, that's a bit sour. I thought Moa got a wooden medal. I don't think I, or they didn't give me one. Maybe I'll get one, but yeah, probably not. That's alright. Um, other thing that happened, Marcus Gratte. He uh, was like the luckiest guy on earth when he uh, used to, or he, first time he went to a World Cup, everybody crashed in front of him and then he made it to the, to the final. And this time he actually won the prologue and then crashed in the semi-final or even quarter-final? Semi-final, I think. Yeah, he's done a little uh, Jimmy Klugnet. You like to do that as well, don't you? <laughs> like have a quite good prologue and then crash in a quarter-final. Yeah, and he chipped himself as well, which is quite... I've been quite good at. Although I have right, yeah. yeah. Changing subject. <laughs> what else? What else? No, I like this that subject. Ju- I, I, I like this die. subject. <laughs> yeah. 
I like the subject. Also, what's uh, talking about the weekend? I've heard about the rumors in the Norwegian uh, or rumors. I think it's even said on interviews that the how do you say the atmosphere stemming on the Norwegian wax ah. truck. I think it isn't too great because Amundsen said in an interview that the guy, people starting behind him on Saturday definitely got better skis than he did. Oh, um, then Everson went to the press and was like, oh, but I'm last on their priority list anyway, so they don't give a fuck about me at all. Um, so they're like... Well, that's juicy. Kind of Yeah. having like a one or two class uh, um, I believe community it. there. I definitely would believe it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's um, yeah. But come on, would you? I don't know. Like, does everyone just have the, all the same wax all the time? I mean, we have the same wax all the time, or at least that's what I like to believe. Yeah. Yeah. These are actually quite sure they do. Do you not believe that you get the same waxes, like I Jesse, for example? It. It's. I never know. I think it's just like well, we all have our own tech, who like. It, everyone has the same wax, but then each tech does their own little thing. Yeah. So it's like everyone, because there are days when like half of the team has really good skis and half don't, but it's not really because we have a hierarchy. It's just like some, yeah. I honestly don't know why it's so inconsistent sometimes. Yeah. But it's definitely not 100% always the same. So do you reckon your so wax techs don't use the same thing between them? Like they decide. They, I, I guess I don't have enough, enough knowledge to give a solid answer, but it there are days when people on the team have completely different levels of skis. Um, and I think that just comes down, like I know there's like a universal and decision of what they're gonna wax with each day, um, but there has to be some difference if not if it's not always consistent among the whole team okay crazy know. yeah because on the smaller nations and i think even in australia you only have a few athletes racing on world cup that's definitely not a thing i think everybody works together and i think even in the even in the norwegian team like they have of course like waxes they work with their test skis with and so on but i think it's also like uh, one person's responsible for doing the glide waxing and then one person's responsible for doing the grip waxing and so on and so like it's not each individual does one ski from A to Z. So that's actually interesting that uh, yeah, it works a bit differently. Maybe we should get um, uh, wax on the tea on the podcast um, next time. Yeah, just say who we're gonna get on the podcast next time because it like kind of what you say on who we're getting on the podcast next time works out. I mean, last time you said, oh, we should <laughs> get Sophia on it now. Yeah. Voila. Yeah, that was a good. Effort I was gonna ask who's on the agenda. Who's on the agenda? Uh, Binox. Like the thing is, who? Big name on campus. Okay. The thing is, um, is. the thing is, Mika doesn't even know what's <laughs> gonna really. have. We don't know either. Neither me or Mika don't know what we're gonna do in next like fifteen minutes. So if you're asking us what we're gonna do next <laughs> week, is like way too, way <laughs> too far away. So. Um, <laughs> All right, that's a great, great lifestyle. Um, but yeah, I mean it's easy. No, it's it makes a, it simplifies things. Yeah. Just like, yeah, zero planning makes life fun. Yeah, that is true. Also, what that was is true? Uh, funny, also, what was quite funny was Evo, when he crossed oh, crossed yeah, the line. That was awesome. And like celebrated, it was like yeah, I won. <laughs> and like I was looking at live timing, I was like, mate, do not celebrate now. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he... Well, then, did you see the whole... When uh, Nianget did finish, and then he did his little fit? That was hilarious. What? Yeah. Well, like, he, when like, he just fist bumped Nienget Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then, I think like, he got up or knocked him on the, on the chest or something. Yeah, but then, like, half a second later, he just, like, threw, like, such a little mini tantrum. <laughs> it was just... Yeah, he kind of, like, smashed his poles in the ground and just I was like, didn't happy. look very happy, I'd say. Yeah, but it was all... I don't know. I acting. wouldn't say so. <laughs> no. <laughs> it just looked like it was acting. Yeah, it was acting. definitely acting. Yeah. But yeah, so that was uh, yeah. amusing to, to watch. Um, and also typical Andrew Musgrave, Muzzy, to be uh, fifth again. He's been like so many times top six and not been on a podium. Yeah. You know, he lost 20 life. seconds to uh, um, Evo on the first uh 3k 
and then he was only 13 seconds Yeah, back. you know who lost 20 seconds to Clavo on the first 3K? No. Yours sincerely. Oh, yeah? Um, ah. But then, because that guy actually fucked my race. Really? Yeah, because he just started just a bit in front of me okay. when I was lapping. And I was like, oh, at least I'll see him. Yeah. So that'll help a bit. And all of a sudden, he's fucking gone. And he's just disappeared. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be fucking miles behind right, in the right. finish. And I was just hating life. And then I was in the finish. And I was just like, oh, it's actually not so shit. Did you beat him? Uh, no, I didn't beat him. But he was only... His five seconds ahead of me, oh, I think. Wow. So it's like, he went out super hard and then fucked himself much harder. I feel like that's not classic fashion by him, so that's awkward. Yeah. Nah, but generally not winning is not really like no, classic yeah. fashion by him, so. Right. But it's a new year, maybe it's losing year. Yeah. What was quite funny as well was um, Jesse Diggins in the, in the distance, in the 20K. like. <laughs> Everybody tends to, or like all the skiers on the World Cup, tends to say, oh, she exaggerates so much when she's in the finish. Like, she's pushed so much harder than everybody else. But fucking hell, that was nuts when she was like in the finish with like blood all over her face <laughs> and like one glove. And she looked like an absolute warrior. It was pretty epic, actually. I have but, mate, we should, cut, we should cut it here. I mean, we've got like the inside. Yeah, no, now. this is hilarious because I was like coming, I was in the back of that pack, and I remember like coming up to the top of the hill, I was like, damn that's a bummer someone lost their glove and their pole and then i like saw that it was because jesse has her like fancy personal gloves and i was like oh shit that's jesse's and then i like look up and she's just like waving everywhere and then she obviously gets like smacked in the face by the pole which i didn't really see but then i just look over and she's like cupping her hands and like blowing and i was like skiing next to her for a second and i just i was like trying to think of something to say to her like you got it, but I <laughs> literally couldn't because I was like, wow, that doesn't get worse. Yeah. But then all of a sudden she's gone. She is up in the front again. And then, um, yeah. She came I in second, to, didn't she? she? Yeah, she got second. Yeah. I, and I didn't, like, had no idea at the finish because she was just like a corpse. And I was like trying to talk to her and she was not really there because I kept trying to tell her that she was bleeding. And then like, 10 minutes later she looked at her hand she's like oh shit am i bleeding and i was like <laughs> and then yeah it was it was definitely some deserved drama she like yeah. stood up and then like passed out i guess and then yeah but does she really pass out like well she literally her legs just like folded under her i don't know fucking hell um but what's because she's like it's like maybe her and like uh, wasn't it Frida Carlson last year and Alpha Jeremy's that collapsed? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was. Ooh, that was I might mean, have been two years among ago. Others. But no, I don't understand it because I. Uh, it's really crazy, and it really to see it like firsthand, you're like, this person looks like they're dying, <laughs> um, and I'm also tired, but. I'm, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I like how you edit that you're also somehow tired. But it's a different tired vibe, I would say. But is she just able to go so much further? No, than no, 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 no. That's not it. She's just... Because I get annoyed when people say that. Yeah, but then, but then I just don't understand. Because, like, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. But like, like, okay, when you I get into the finish, at the end of the race. Nah. I'll yeah, just... Yeah, you're just like... I'll just get off like, my skis and... All right. Tired, walk away. Fuck, that was hard. But I... Uh, okay. But, like, you know that you can't go any harder. There's just no way. Like, this, it's, like, physical impossible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I think there's just, like, a spectrum of how you handle it. I don't think, like, people are physically pushing So harder. what you're saying is that Jesse Diggins can't handle pain. No, I'm just saying the way she responds... <laughs> No, no. This is what I'm saying. I'm gonna referee this one because she didn't. She didn't say that. No, because. But you know, Mika. You know when you like when you do good in a race and then you're like yapping away like I'm so good, I'm so good, making a bit of drama. That's exactly <laughs> what I suspect that Sophia is saying that Jesse does about making well, drama. Well, I think <laughs> there's she's not alone, but there are certain people that just they get to the finish line and they like dig their grave and just lie there for like 20 minutes. And that's just how they go about it. Yeah. And then there's people like, I don't know. I genuinely, like I've never, well, there are certain races where I'm like, wow, you went slow. Why did you not go harder? But most of the time I'm like, yep, couldn't go any faster, but I'm on two feet and I really have no desire to lie down right now. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing <laughs> that I have as well. It's like, 
You know, snow is fucking cold. Yeah, what? Like, why would I want to do that? It's fucking cold in Ruka, especially on yeah. Sunday. Like, why the fuck would I want to yeah. lay down in the snow? I want to, yeah. like, even if it's a good race, I just, like, want to dip out of there and go home and sit on the couch. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so, I... Talk, talking about something, like, in this topic, actually. Big headlines in Finland and Sweden. Uh, Kalle Halferson's dick froze. Now, I tell sure. you what. I don't know a single guy in that race on Sunday whose dick didn't freeze. And yeah, it's fucking cold and it's fucking painful. Why the hell does Kalle get the credit for it? That's what I was. I was like, I feel like every single person had that issue. Do you guys yeah. tape tape your balls? Nah. No, it's not the balls that get cold. That get cold. It's just like the the, yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. the tip of your dick that gets really cold. <laughs> and I think Jimmy can can agree with me on this one. It's very, very painful when your dick freezes. I believe it, but I definitely can agree that he was, he was not, he didn't deserve that title. No, nah, it's like, I, I think it's a bit unfair. <laughs> it's like, my dick was cold as well. Nobody said that my dick was cold. Yeah, yeah. but you're not Kala Haverson. Yeah, but like, I think that Remy Lindholm, he started this trend in oh, Beijing. True, true. Because like, dicks freeze since there's yeah. cross country skiing. But no one's ever really like talked about it or anything because like, oh yeah, that's just what it is. It's right. just like part of the game when it's cold and you have especially a skate race. Yeah. Because you're like wide with your legs the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it sounds stupid, <laughs> but that's what it is. So it's like the wind gets in there easy. God, I've never thought of that. Yeah, the wind gets in yeah. there easy. So and classic is chill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like when you do skate races and it's fucking cold, your dick freezes. Yeah. yeah. And so all I'm of a right. sudden, um, uh, Raimi starts talking about it in Pyeongchang. There's a fucking hype about it. He gets tens of thousands of followers because, like, the lat Bible, sports Bible, uni Bible. That's what you get when you live in Finland, and that's what the headline. Like, if there was a headline. Yeah, but it was in headlines US, in America. It was headlines no in, like, way. sports Bible, uh, Actually, uni lad. I don't believe that. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear America. about your, your bell and Mika anyway. <laughs> That's that's just what it is. Um, but moving on, I think there's enough uh, enough bell and uh, talk. Um, yeah, I've got a question though. Yeah. Before we before we can go, like for us, our dicks freeze. We don't really have anything like that. Like nothing like like your breasts don't freeze or like. Mika, what the hell? Down there, it doesn't freeze. Maybe if you got bigger ones. Yeah. Um. No, it's because it's like. Yeah, that's the one thing. Uh, Mika's just really interested about women's yeah. anatomy. He doesn't really know much about it, apparently. <laughs> 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 we don't have dicks that freeze. Oh, you don't have dicks? I don't know. It's oh, I didn't surprise. know that. Yeah, right? I didn't know that. Um, yeah, and... Um, Moving on. Yeah, so I was asking, like, Muzzy if there was anything, like, exciting that happened in Rukia. And he said, nah, not so much. He took the bus to Yalavari and he didn't even get a single shag in the toilet. And that was very <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> he did fall in love with the American chef, though. Oh, yeah? Who's married? Or getting married? Yeah, Muzzy, Muzzy's no, been... No, it sounded like... Muzzy's been single for a couple of weeks now, or a couple of months. And so he's been uh, yeah. he's been off the hook. Um, but I think it's more like banter, but it's quite funny for us on the team with him, actually. Uh Altimiras would say he's fishing a lot. <laughs> but there's not many fish biting. He himself says that he's fishing a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll come. Yeah. The nibbles will come. Yeah, hopefully. So, hopefully. girls, if you listen to this, Andrew Musgrave, he's is out single. there. He's on the market. He's a good guy. A bit ugly, a bit short as well. Um, he gets... He's ginger. He's, he's a bit annoying. He doesn't get on the podium, but he's quite fast. He's quite fast, not on the podium. He's a bit ginger. Yeah, there's actually not so much about Muzzy, is there? <laughs> Just that he's a bit of a legend. He is a legend. Yeah. For certain reasons. He likes to party. That's a good... That's a up there. Talking about partying. Yes. Like, I don't know. Like, this is more like skiers podcast. So maybe even some people that are listening don't know. But you're a fucking good runner. Like, you're actually... A better runner, probably. You're probably better <laughs> in running than in skiing. Definitively better runner. Without disrespect, but that's just... No, that's how it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, like, basically you have, like, two seasons. Like, one season's in winter, and the other one just starts basically straight after. Yeah, there's no break, but that's fun, I think. This so is what's crazy, because, like, for most of us skiers, or, yeah, try to be skiers... Uh, what happens most of the time when you go out partying is that you feel so 
shack the next day that you can't proper train and then you take wait but sorry jamie i have to stop you here i have to stop you here like everybody that doesn't know jamie like they're they're like i just don't know anybody i don't think somebody exists that handles a hangover worse than jamie does i have not experienced that so i have to see that jamie's fucking dead like you can't just he's 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 unusable the day after That's sad. Mate, you can't say nah. Like, it depends. Just think back after the 17th of May or... or yeah, it was pretty useless. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the last time I actually think we went out. Where? Um, in Lillehammer. Okay. And it's like, maybe I've seen Jamie like 20 minutes the day after. Yeah. Corpse. Yeah, I wasn't so fresh that day. Okay, I can, I can take that one. But it's not always like that. Do you get yourself to train the day after? Yeah, that's like the goal is you try to get okay. out training uh, and it doesn't but you always work like i i actually that day <laughs> that day i went i went to the effort i put like my my ski boots on and my helmet and i was like ready to go and i just sat on the stairs oh and i was like God. i was like oh there's no way i'm getting out now like it would have been actually dangerous i just felt so sick had a headache and it's just horrific but you have to get out after uh, getting hammered because that's like good for for getting going again muzzy also muzzy also like he's well we talked about last podcast he always gets hammered and now he's also fast at skiing i think maybe mika we just have to like maybe that can be our little you know the little extra bit we need to for going on the podium is like getting hammered a bit more i feel like this boy's got it figured out i think you shouldn't talk about we here yeah i think it's a you problem oh he's got a fourth place that's not much better than a sixth place yeah, but you've had your sixth place like pretty much twelve months ago, and I've had mine like a week ago, <laughs> yeah, but I like three days ago. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't started the World Cup yet. Yeah, but that's like not our fault, is it? Right. Who decided that? Like you decided that. No, was coaches. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, um, right. Maybe we should talk a little bit about uh, your great NPC then again, Jamie. Like. I uh, remember a guy saying on the show, like, pretty much seven days ago, it's like, uh, when we're talking about non-playable characters, oh, I'm gonna go for Jan Thomas Jensen, he's going to Rook up now, but, like, yeah, he's going down anyway after Ruka. Um, yeah, you said it was gonna be the one and only. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, I, like, kind of... It's, like, pretty awkward. Yeah, you're caught red-handed there, mate. Yeah, I, I messed that one up. But I didn't mess it as much as the Aussie corner, though. They got lots of picks that even <laughs> didn't make it to the to the chorus in uh, the sprint. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah. I'm not the worst. Uh, and also, who did they choose? Well, they were talking about like uh, Brazilian roller skating <laughs> championships. And, oh, John Steele though. Um, oh yeah, they were talking about uh, yep. Johnny. Mr. Johnny. Um, but also, yeah. their picks weren't so great. No, they last weren't. Week. No. Uh, I was just gonna say NPCs. <laughs> NPCs are also, um, are also uh, not just about like results. It's about how they all look the same, and there's so many of them. So Jan Thomas Jensen is actually still an NPC, even if he won a race, because he's like, dude, you are digging <laughs> yourself <laughs> such a big hole right now. Because there's so many of them, oh, you know, man. it could he could be replaced by anyone, and that's the whole spirit of the NPC. Okay, to be fair, I was watching the race with the women, and we were like. Because we thought it was Nyang who won again. And we're like, oh, that's sick. He won twice. And then we're like, oh, wow, they fucked up his, like, timing chip. He's in, like, 10th or something. <laughs> and it took us, like, five minutes to realize that it wasn't Nyang who won. That's funny. Because we just, because they actually all do look the same. Yeah. And they're all equally good. See? So, so I'll that give you reinforced slight credit, but you're also wrong. Um, and also, um, they, there's, like, two guys that go fast. They're called Jensen now. There's Matt William Jensen in sprint. True. And there's... Yeah. Um, Jan Thomas Jensen. Yeah, but actually, both of them showed like how you're gonna go to World Cups when you're Norwegian. They go to Ruka, Jan Thomas wins the race, uh, Mats William gets in the final. Yeah. So, like, I'd say there's quite a good chance they they go to World Cup again. I mean, Jan Thomas is here in the hotel, so I think it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Jan Thomas was safe bet that he's gonna race. He wasn't even meant to. I know, that's wild. Yeah, he's a substitute. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, long live having double um, 
citizenship. Right, let's go to Down Under. Yeah, then. Let's go to the Aussie corner. Hear what the predictions are for next weekend in Yalabari. Do you come from a land down under? Where women blow, women plunder. Plunder, plunder, plunder. Oh, ah, 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 plunder. Australian Corner. Okay, welcome to week two of the Aussie Corner. You're joined with uh, your hosts, Sevi, um, Lars and Fidel. Um, wow, what an exciting weekend to kick off the World Cup season it was in Ruka. Um, yeah, how good was that? Um, some very interesting results. Um, and you had a pretty good pick there definitely, last week. Yeah, yeah, Matt's did well. He delivered on my predictions. So... Um, Feeling pretty confident into this week with my predictions. Lars, how are your predictions? I, I don't think I saw the South Americans in Ruka. No, as we know, they're delaying this season. Um, not really sure when they're coming, but I reckon closer to Christmas. Um, I have actually seen the Brazilian um, uh, para team out on the trails here at Lillehammer, so... Um, potentially stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, so next Cup. week, next weekend we have um, Yelivari coming up. Um, distance race and relay, right? Exactly. Yeah. Distance weekend. So we've got um, we've got some predictions for you for this weekend. Um, I um, my biggest prediction is Eva Tildine probably. Um, he's an individual 10k skate beast, I would say. Um, not even on the national team, so. According to certain podcasts, he would maybe fall under the MPC category, right? Um, but I, I wouldn't. Can... I wouldn't say that personally. Um, other than that, we have Joe Davies, uh, Britain, um, making his World Cup debut for the season. Uh, he's a reigning NCAA 10K skate champion. Still Apparently under there 23s. Was, um, Lars, correct me. There was quite a lucrative deal that underwent between Utah and Fairbanks last year. Yeah, so Joe made a big move from um, Utah to Fairbanks um, college skiing this season. Um, and the rumor is that the exchange included quite a bit. Um, next year's uh, first round draft pick, as well as young British talent, Tabitha Williams uh, was included in that deal. Um, Keen to see how the training pays off for him this year. Yeah. Um, my prediction for the women in the 10K skate this weekend, um, Masako Ishida, from Japan has shown great form at 43 years old. Looks like she's hitting her prime. Uh, there's also Rita Lisa Ropinen while we're talking about fine wines. Uh, she, uh, at the age of 45, seems to be making a comeback selected in the Finnish team for this weekend. Uh, my pick for top spot though is Victoria Carl. She showed some great fight in Ruka. Um, and so that's my pick for top spot. Going into the relay, um, I think the Italian men's team look um, looks really promising. Um, they're feature yeah, featuring both routine and youthful energy, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. For me, uh, the Austrian men's team uh, look to be shaping up well. They've got a bunch of really good sprinters. I think with only 7.5k each leg, they might be able to hang on and, uh, and out-sprint the uh, Norwegians. Yeah, um... Uh, yeah, I think it's a lot about having a good, good finish leg. And um, yeah, with Italians, you obviously have Chicopella. Um, also, some like youthful skiers there. You have uh, Davide Grass did good in um, Ruka. And uh, Il Toro de Falcade, El Ebap, also showing some promise. So, um, quite keen. Beautiful. For the women's, and maybe. for the women, I'm going for the US. Um, Jay Diggs is back to her usual digging deep attitude, blood all over her face. You love to see that. Uh, there's also Rosie Brennan showing some of that 2020 form uh, and some up and coming uh, skiers for the US. So that's my pick. Um, Fidel? Yeah, just in complete agreement with everybody. Uh, hot tip this week from me is the podium will have like a tied finish. So they might like struggle to fit everybody on the podium. So yeah, that's that's special. Right. So that's the predictions from the Aussie corner. Um, yeah, maybe slightly better predictions than last week. Yeah, this was quite good. I reckon. Probably I mean, not. they can probably not. But they can be worse than last week, can they? That's true. It's a good. It's a bad but good standard. By the way, also I didn't listen to the predictions, so I have no idea who is going to. Or who they said. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Probably wrong, though. All right. On to another topic. Um, me and Jamie were actually discussing if we should 
talk about this before the show, but I feel like it's like it's not like a, a must do, but I think the whole weight question in in sports in general and in skiing is quite sensible and oh, quite right. sensitive, yeah. especially on the women's side. Um, there's people that have definitely struggled before us uh, on the whole weight topic. Um, now you're having like a different approach to sports in general. I mean, you do like a season in the summer when you're running, you do like a season in the winter. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like probably less of uh, like ups and downs in your whole like, yeah, form, like your, your physical shape right. as well. Yeah. Um, like how do you, what's your approach? Like how do you uh, make it to, to be like consistent and like stay on a consistent level, both performance wise and weight wise um, throughout the year? I think uh, honestly for me, the, the biggest reason it's like hasn't posed huge problem is, is because of like my naivety to sport. Like I came into skiing and running so late that I like was never introduced to like race weight and like oh you have to be skinny to be fast because I just like was tossed into it but like obviously now I understand how relevant and everything and for me it's it's very interesting to like bounce between running and skiing because for me skiing is like oh compared to running yeah. super healthy blah 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 and like I notice that a lot in the in the summers when I'm at all these running races and like it's similar all the athletes live together and you're like you kind of take for granted how like quote unquote good skiing is even though when I'm in the I get to the winter and I'm like it's such a topic then too but I think at least when it comes to running I like think about how grateful I am to have the skiing side of it where yes it's very sensitive and obviously relevant like in that there's messages about being skinnier is faster but also I just feel like there's more movement that like I mean clearly you look at the results in ski races and it's not all the same body type but in running it's fairly fairly the same like smaller is faster um, and so I almost use skiing to like not get myself in that hole with running. Um, but then I think skiing is, yeah, it's a bit more challenging to approach, I guess. But I'm always curious, like, it's obviously so big for women, but I just, I'm a, I always am curious about the men's side of it. I mean, I was, uh, yeah, focusing quite a lot on my weight this year. I've lost a lot of, okay. a lot of, uh, unnecessary kilos um, but like is that for performance or for like body image nah f fuck body image it's, i'm i'm in this to yeah to like perform and okay. and, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah trying to be the best um so i've actually uh, lost from last season to this season seven kilos okay um but i feel like my i'm performing much better i'm still eating yeah, quite yeah, yeah. normal i'd say um and i don't feel like I don't that's feel like it's 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 it has like an impact on like my happiness or whatever. No, I think and that's the thing is like why it's so hard to navigate is that like you have instances where yeah, your performance improves so then you're like you just but like crossing the line of becoming too obsessed with that it can be so dangerous or you just see that someone else go through that and they get faster so you're like, "Oh, I got to do that myself" when like in reality it's so different for every single person yeah so like yeah for you okay you got better but yeah you also have to have a super healthy mentality around it about like yeah like and that's the whole thing about having like rate like going into championships and for race weight like you you can't just dabble in like fluctuating weights you have to be like very mature about it and yeah. i think that's what is the problem with a lot of athletes this is like such a touchy subject that and I know like I mean I don't think it's a gender thing but like it's body image and performance like they collide in the yeah. whole like weight thing and so <clears throat> yeah it's just it's such an easy thing to like start to think about maybe it's performance motivated but then 
just get into this hole about it all. Yeah. Um, but I'm always just like curious about the, men- the mentality around men because I know it's relevant, but if it's more relevant for like performance based than like how you look. Yeah. Um, I th- and I don't think you can answer for everyone <coughs> oh, I think for either of you. It's uh, for some reason it's very different for boys than it is for, for women. <coughs> uh, but uh, yeah, lots of people uh, do it, get uh, lighter uh in different ways and i think um the risky thing is to try and do it too fast and like too quick uh, yeah, like yeah. I agree. I agree. that's what muzzy did yeah. a few years back and then uh then was completely depleted doing all sorts of crazy stuff yeah, we should we should actually get muzzy <laughs> on the pod one day yeah. to to <coughs> tell Explain us about that. this yeah and like i mean it's you have to hear that side of it too because then for it, sure yeah and like um like hear a failure uh gabe for example there was uh so this uh, young british gear that was like quite good uh, after losing a few kilos of extra weight uh, because he's quite big but um yes yeah, so, uh, and then he post or he was quite big but <laughs> uh, then <Okay>. he posts <laughs> something uh, on social media after he's done good in Baito he, ro- he wrote something like oh oh got a couple of weeks to lose two three kilos more from so that I can go fast and that's actually like mm. exactly the way not to do it (laughs) yeah i think that's that's where it becomes like an obsession yeah Yeah. and like i think this is where like the whole sensitivity of it all is like you also just it sucks how much people are watching and it's like all gabe is on about losing all this weight to get faster and then that's just like a domino effect yeah for sure and like you don't know where he started from like um Compared yeah. to other people, yeah. like if you have like a, a few percent of uh, like fat, then it's like yeah. it's no point in trying to lose weight because you're just gonna end up losing muscle. But yeah, yeah. Thanks for. Yeah, I think it's also maybe sometimes kind of like correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like quite often, especially on the girl side, is maybe when they just don't want to accept which type, which kind of body type they mm-hmm. are. Or because yeah, obviously not everybody's the same. Right. Um, and and it's like a stereotype of you need to be like this super skinny girl in order to be able to ski fast. Right. Um, which is like without without like trying to disrespect someone, but that's definitely not the case because no. like if you look on the World Cup podium, exactly. especially last year, there's so many different body type no, girls that like are fucking fast. I, no, I completely, and I, maybe it's, like, different for men, but I find in skiing, like, yeah, there's certain courses that are going to be, like, really, like, I just think strength in skiing for women is, like, more results correlated, and, like, yeah, you just, like, I don't really understand necessarily why it's, like, the message is skinny as fast because I, I genuinely, that's just like objectively not true, at least in skiing. Yeah. Like it, and it's, it's really nice to have the results to prove that. Yeah. Like if you just look at the top 10 of every race, like. That's true. Um, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for uh, being yeah. so open about this, this topic. Not sure I provided much. Yeah, no, I think it was good. It, it was always. Yeah, I think it's good. Bit too serious for always, this podcast. Yeah, I think though. it's. <laughs> I know. I was like, "All right, let's go to the, let's go to the shit talking now." Right. Okay. Then one more, one other question. Okay. Are you, because I genuinely don't know, are you a trail runner oh, that likes to ski ew. every now no, and then? Are you a skier that likes to run every now and then? Or are you just Sophia? Clearly, doesn't really give up. I think I'm. And you just do whatever the heck you want. I definitely maybe don't give a shit, or like, I think it it literally. It d- it depends on the year or like depends on the moment in the year if you ask me in the summer i'm like yeah fuck skiing running is life and then i get to the ski season and i'm like ah okay this is pretty cool too yeah um and it's interesting because i don't know why i'm still so motivated to ski when i'm like clearly not doing as well in it than in running like it's just objectively more fun to do things that you're good at yeah and so like winning races and running um I should like I, a lot of the runners are like why why do you ski like you're not good like <laughs> <laughs> you don't make money and you are really not that good so is there why? more money in running than in skiing oh my god 
Okay. Okay. I think yeah. that answers it. Yeah, I think that is, answers is it. it though, is it because like, right? You you are making more in running because you're winning everything in running. But if here's you were th- winning, here's the thing. Everything in skiing. No. Okay. So, prize money wise, like winning a World Cup, winning a, a one of the races that I do, definitely more prize money in skiing. But the like sponsor bonus, like you have the ability to like like running doesn't really rely on pride prize money like you don't make your money from the prize money yes yeah. i guess what i'm saying yeah um where some skiing that's like kind of like yeah. the biggest income yeah like you don't you don't get a salary from i mean some get salaries from their like main sponsor but the salary you get from a running sponsor is like an actual like salary. normal career salary yeah. Um, so that's why it's also nice to have running in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think. So you like, you only there for the money as well. I no because I <laughs> every, I only got into running. Everyone would get on the podcast. We need to get other guests okay, on our podcast. Okay, if, if I was obsessed with if I was obsessed with money, then I would immediately quit skiing. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay, why would enough. I ski if I cared that much? And but no, the thing is like. When I only skied, I was, like, always struggling to motivate for 12 months of the year. And, like, especially all of the summer and roller skiing, I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to keep doing this. So I don't want to quit one of them because I can't just do one. Like, I would quit I mean, while you – as long as you're good at both of them, like, there's no – You've improved quite a bit in skiing this year. Yeah. You were 12th or 13th. What were you yesterday or on Sunday? I was 14th, but – I have never been that, like, close to, like, I normally suck, especially in mass starts, so I was like, yeah. all right, that's cool that I was, yeah, like, close to the first person. Um, you were good in Bite the Stolen also already. You were, like, yeah. fourth? Fourth, yeah. Yeah. No, I, th- I'm, uh, I think there will be some improvements, so. Yeah, that's cool. I hope, I, because, yeah, I'd, skiing is definitely a tough one to, like, stick around year after year and not improve at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, Jamie, your question. So we're going to ask you the question we ask all the guests. You get one session in one place with two different people. People can be whoever you want, can be whatever you want, can be whatever session you want. What do you do? Can be running, can be skiing, can be whatever you want. Ooh, it probably has to be running. I don't really like roller skiing. Oh, I guess (laughs) roller skiing in the winter. No, I'll... (laughs) I mean... Okay, literally all I can think of, this is not my favorite thing, but it's really entertaining, is like a post, post-party post Sunday run. <laughs> <laughs> and normally normally I do them solo, but it can be really entertaining with the people you went out with. And the two I can think of now are Peter Walter and Jake Atikoff, who were my party training buddies this summer. Uh-huh. And um, they're honestly miserable, but it's, yeah, a post-party run and like sometimes like a three to f- i'm talking like four hour run situation sunday morning fuck me um after the party it's character it's after the party <sighs> after See, the party that's like what i would consider probably the worst well, no, and of it's the worst the first 20 minutes i'm like yeah all right i could just go sit on that rock and for the rest of the day but the finishing is super awesome and I will say that's it's probably not my favorite workout of the whole year, but or workouts in plural. Um, but you like it? I don't know. It's just uh, you didn't say where though. Yeah. In where? Yeah. Ooh. The place where you're like good for partying, I guess. Probably, uh, probably on your best party place then. Where's that? Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good choice. No, good that's choice. the thing. Um, yep. I can give a more legit answer, but okay. no, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Go We're satisfied with that. <laughs> okay. All right. Then my question is: um, so we also have always have like the one question that Jimmy just asked that we're gonna ask every guest, oh, no. and then one okay. like top or drop question. Um, because you're half Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Your dad's Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you live in Norway like big parts of the year. Not I've only ever lived in the U.S. Oh, but I th- until uh, this summer. Okay, so this is actually the first summer. 
Yes, and I would like to get that straight because Norway freaking when I do well they like claim me and I'm like I'm yeah that's just, I'm fucking American okay. <laughs> okay, right. I've lived in the U.S. for <laughs> twenty plus years. Okay, so then I think the question is actually not as exciting as we were hoping it was Are gonna, you gonna be. Ask if I'm American or Norwegian. No. Oh. Um, what's your favorite day? 17th of May oh, or the 4th, 4th of, of July? Oh, 4th of July, absolutely. <laughs> that was a you, rubbish question. You know that like question, 30% yeah. of our audience is Norwegian. 90%? 30%. Is Norwegian. Yeah. That's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was trying to impress you, that was rubbish. Okay, so first of all, you came up with a rubbish question, Mika, because she answered straight away. And then second, you come up with some statistics that she's not at all impressed with. So, gotta, gotta get your game up, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say, I've never actually been to 17th of May. It's good. And I'm committed to doing it next year because I'm like, that is a party that I have to attend. Yeah, it's good fun. It's so good. that's on the agenda. And maybe I'll, I won't change my mind. Fourth of July is Fourth of July. But yeah. 17th of May is probably going to be not the worst day of the year. All right, Jamie, I think we've kind of like covered most of what we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Anything you want to add in or you want to add in, Sophia? No, that was extensive. Oh, I've got, I've got a theory. I've got a theory that I've come up with. It's classic technique. I know why all the Scandinavians oh. are much better at classic technique. I've been meaning to say this theory on the podcast for the last two podcasts, and I haven't. Uh, I've forgotten every time. <laughs> I reckon people in Scandinavia are good at classic because they just use blue extra on every session. Like they just use hard wax, and then it's like put it on, go skiing, and then it works the whole session. Whereas us, that grew up in Central Europe, you always have to like fuck about with all this clister, and then you put like hard wax in the morning, and then you have to change because it's suddenly hot, and then it's like not gripping. And then that's why we're so rubbish in, in um, classic. And it's only, only been like recently that people are starting to be good in classic from uh, the Central Europe. So what do you think about that? Uh, I'd rather be shit in classic and see sun every now and then than sit in the fucking dark for my whole life and be good in classic. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I second that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get really, really good at skate and then probably never attend a classic race again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still going to claim that I'm good in classic, although I'm yeah, kind I, of a bit shit in it now. Um, but, yeah. I, I think you're... Uh, you're decent enough to... I'm just going to claim it. Yeah. Also, I'm going to claim that I've got the best World Cup result in the house once more. Um, so, yeah, you got to have to live with that, Jimmy. Um, or you need to beat me, and we all know that's not going to happen. Um, or we get Alvar and Kachi to win a World that's Cup. That's true. What is Kachi's best? Seventh. Mm. All right. No podiums. That's awkward. Yeah. One day. Yeah, we gotta up our game, Jimmy. Let's, yeah. you know what? Let's, let's end this war. Let's work together, and then we'll fucking win all the races. World from domination. Now on. You can get all the distance races. I can get all the sprints. Sounds easy. Yeah. Do yeah. It. Absolute domination. That's what we're going for. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. Good plan. All right. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for. Uh, joining us uh, Sophia yeah thanks guys have a good yeah. one this weekend. weekend thanks and then talk to you soon Jamie yep snakes right ciao peace